Hello, and welcome to the Diamonds in the Rough podcast. I'm John DeAngelis, joined by Bobby Riccio. A new segment. Each week, we are going to go over the NFL picks. We're going to give our opinions on what we would pick. I'm personally in a pool where I have to do this every week, so this I have to do it anyway. Um, What we're going to do is we're each going to have three locks to tell you this is what you should pick. Really, one lock. Really, one preferences, one absolute lock. One pick we are super confident on. We would, you know, bet the house on if we had to. And two, we really like. And we'll keep track of them and update the records and all that. And then at the end, we're going to give what we think will be the game of the week. Most entertaining game, regardless of stats, record, anything like that. But just the most entertaining game. Sound good with you, Bobby? Sounds good. All right, doing it in order of how I see it. Obviously, starting with the Thursday night game, which should be a very entertaining game. Always is. Chiefs are favored by three and a half points over the Chargers. Chiefs are at home. I'm going Chiefs. For me, it comes down to one thing. If Keenan Allen plays, I think the Chargers win. I think they have a better defense. I think Mahomes is still trying to figure out his new offense in the era of no Tyreek Hill. He looked incredible last week, but I think it was against a weaker defense. So for me, as of right now, with Keenan being out, I'll agree Chiefs. It's very valid. Very valid, everything you said. Uh, I will say, personally, everyone was crowning the Bills to be Super Bowl champs, and then the Chiefs did that, and, like, no one reacted. I found it interesting. I know Cardinals are, like – People aren't high on them, but they did make the playoffs last year. And they are supposed to be a good offense. They have defensive players. No Tyree Kill, the chief offense is going to be terrible, and they looked amazing. And I'm not going to bet against the Chiefs until I see a reason otherwise. And early yeah. weeks are always weird, like we were talking about. So yes, I really go with the team I trust more often in the early weeks. But, okay, next next game. The Giants are at home and they are favored over the Panthers by two and a half. Because of this, I'm taking the points. I'm going Carolina. I think they're both bad teams. I'm just going to go the team that is getting points. Yeah, I I could see this game going either way. It's two really bad teams. I personally like Baker, but it's not great quarterback play on either side. I think the real difference maker is going to be who's better between McCaffrey and Barkley. And as of last week, it was Barkley. So I think the Giants are going to do it. I think they'll cover. Do you think they're just trying to protect McCaffrey? Because he should have got used more. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think they even said they're going to ease him into gameplay. I don't, I don't, I mean, two years lost injury. No one wants to see that. Yeah. I don't even have him on fancy teams this year. I just want to see him play. He's an enjoyable player to watch. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully he gets more touches, which I think is inevitable. All right, so no locks yet. Uh, next, the Jaguars at home versus the Colts in Indianapolis is favored by four and a half. I'm going the Colts. They need these games more than the Jaguars do. They did move the ball in Houston. They just weren't able to execute. The defense looked fine, in my opinion. They were able to come back there's going to be a better performance. Also, the Colts just don't win week one, which is always kind of weird. 
or week 18 when they need to. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, no, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, the Colts have the better team. They have the more experienced and, as of right now, better quarterback. They have a better running back. And they have a better wide receiver one. I think the Colts will cover. Yeah. Next up, Baltimore's home against Miami, favored by three and a half points. I have the Ravens, and this is one of my locks. It's not my favorite lock, but it's one of my locks. I like the Ravens. I think they're a very complete team. Their defense looked really good. I understand it's the Jets, but still, defense looking good is defense looking good, especially when on paper it's a very good defense. I like to see that they do perform. It's a it's going to be a tougher challenge for Tua to move the ball in this Ravens defense than it was the Patriots. It's also going to be tougher for Miami to stop Lamar Jackson, that offense, than it was the Patriots offense. For me, I think that line is disrespectful to the Ravens, and I think they're going to demonstrate that. I think they're going to win double digits probably. I agree. It's one of my three favorite picks of this week as well. Okay, but not your most favorite. Not my most favorite. Okay. Moving on, Pittsburgh's at home versus the Patriots. Patriots coming on the road. Patriots are favored by minus, minus one and a half. I'm going Steelers, and this is my second lock. Not my favorite one. But I have – I've had the Steelers going 3-0 and to start the year. The T.J. Watt injury makes it a lot more difficult. That defense is really good. Mitch made plays when he had to. He wasn't fantastic. I understand that. The Najee Harris injury is a little worrisome too. I think they're going to be able to move the ball on this Patriots team. They're at home, which is very good for them. New England's going to have a lot of trouble moving the ball versus that defense, and Mac Jones is dealing with back spasms. I think it's crazy to even have the Patriots as the favorite, in my opinion. I'm going to disagree, and I might get, just be called a homer for it, and I will fully admit it is simply because I don't want to see the Steelers win that I'm taking the Patriots. It's a point. It goes either way. It's basically you're picking who's going to win. So I'm just hoping the Patriots That's can fair. pull it out of home when they put some things together. Am I confident? No, I'd say this is probably my least confident game of the week, but go Patriots. That's that's very fair. I think I'm one of the biggest Boston sports fans, but I never portray it because I have no shame betting against my team or doubting my team, right? I'll never bet against my team. I will doubt them for sure. But this, this game, I'm putting it 16 out of 16 in terms of how confident I am. And I'm just hoping it's at least a good game. I'm hoping it's close. I'm hoping it's a better game for the Patriots than it was last Sunday. And if it, even if they go 0-2, I think we can at least walk away happy. Yeah. Because if we did this last week, we didn't. But if we did, Miami would have been my lock of the week. I was not surprised. If anyone wants to go back and listen to that podcast of the preview, the game went exactly how I said it would. There's no shock for me, everything that happened. Patriots fans are freaking out. That's what I expected. It has not changed. No, we're a slow start team. We started the season one and three and then made the playoffs. I'm not concerned. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next game. Cleveland's at home favored by six and a half points over the Jets. I'm taking the points simply because it's Brissett. And the Jets defense looked fine to me. That's it. You got to be bold with some of these. It's early. Who knows what can happen, man? I'm just taking the points. I'll, I'll go bold. Browns are going to win by like 17. Fair. I mean, they can't, right? Like The Jets don't have a front seven. I think Chubb. 
I mean, he put up 141 last week against an okay Carolina front seven. This Jets front seven is much worse. He is going to run. Brissett isn't a high percentage passer. I didn't show that last week because he needed to throw the ball more to catch up late in the game, but he's going to check down to Hunt. Yeah, Sauce Gardner didn't allow – I think he allowed one completion for nine yards last week. Who's he going to lock up? Amari Cooper? Cool. They'll throw underneath to Hunt all game, and Joku might have a big game. Browns by a lot. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, scoring's definitely going to be an issue with the Jets. I'm just taking the points. There, there's really not too much logic behind it. I just don't <laughs> like – I don't love either team. Honestly, the Browns deserve to lose the rest of their season just for that cursed midfield painting of an elf that they're using. Oh, that was disgusting. I don't know why they're doing that. Not a fan. Next game, Saints at home, underdogs versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored by two and a half. I want to hear what you think. I'll continue my theme of big big winners. Bucks by a lot. Really? Yes. I can't I can't go against Brady against the Saints. It just hasn't worked other than that one playoff game. He just can't do it. I don't know why. It's weird. It's kind of like when he was just I mean in Miami. It was weird. Like when he was on the Patriots. Yeah, game. I don't know Miami. why. I I don't know. I mean, did you see Brady's hype video that he posted last week? He Tampa Tom is a thing. He is a different breed. I think each year he's losing a bit of his sanity. And with that, I think it's making him a better player. He cares less what oh. people think. I oh, think he's for going, sure. I think he's going to have a big game. I think Julio could be a big part of it. He looks good. It's scary that he went there. It really it is. is scary. Not only that he went there, that he looks that good. Yeah. Yeah. There was no uh, reason any of us should have predicted. Julio's going to look like really good after mm-hmm. what we've seen, but he does. Yeah. So. That's what I mean. I think the I mean I think it's going to be a I think it would be low scoring, but I think the Saints are going to have more of a hard time scoring on the Bucks than the Bucks will have a hard time scoring on the Saints. The Bucks team is like slept on. I I'm mean, I, even watching really even watching on Sunday night football, there's certain things you forget. You're like, they have Akeem Hicks. Like mm-hmm. I forgot like he went there. You and know, defense. I mean, Brady obviously is the best player of our generation, probably the best player of all time. So the offense gets a lot of hype. The defense is incredible. Yeah. Top to bottom. Corners have some issues. When they're healthy, they're good. That being said, the corners have had now, this is their third year of development because it hasn't really changed. Mm -hmm. So they've gotten much better since that Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So So I think that's my reasoning for that one. That's fair. I just, I'm going based on history, which is totally reasonable as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Yeah, because the Saints scared me. It's like that's the Falcons, and you had to do that, right? <laughs> but um, worst thing you can do is give the Falcons a f- uh, double-digit fourth-quarter lead. Yeah, true. Moving on. Um, Detroit at home favored by two and a half over Washington. Uh, two. It you know not high powered offenses, but offense is their strength for sure. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a high scoring game. Yes. So the points don't scare me. To me, it's almost like a pick 'em. So I'm taking Detroit. 
All right. Commanders didn't do anything last week for me to doubt them against Detroit. Detroit's an easier opponent than I mean, who they faced last Jacksonville. Week? Yeah, they're an easy Detroit. They're I mean Detroit and Jacksonville. I mean that's two of the easier first games you can get. Yeah, Detroit is worse than Jacksonville. I think Washington will have so. a better time. Yeah, I do. Interesting. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on it. They're both bad. It's kind of tough. Like, what? Who am I to be like? That's a terrible opinion. <laughs> um, fair. It's kind of like a pick 'em. I don't. Really I don't is. like. I know Detroit's favored by that much, but to me, it's going to be high scoring anyway. That like three points is three point. You know, Wentz looked good, and Gibson looked like the second coming of McCaffrey. All of a sudden. Dude Which is from, weird because he, he went from I, losing his job. I was making fun of him so much for being a special teamer. Yeah, so but he looked he looked incredible, and I'm happy for him. Sad that it comes at the expense of Brian Robinson being shot, but I have an old document. This was like the first. It's the first or second podcast, maybe the first I did on here. I had planned to do a segment called diamonds in the rough, which were late round picks that I thought would be stars in the NFL. And Antonio Gibson's on that document. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so Ron Rivera last year said he was going to use him like McCaffrey. He got good touches, but his health was a concern. It was like, he was questionable every Thursday this year. If he can stay healthy, he's a good, he's a talented player. Yeah. Next game. Rams are at home favored by 10 and a half over Atlanta. You're gonna hate me. I'm taking this. I'm taking the points. I'm really gonna hate you because this is one of my favorite games of the week. I think the Rams are going to thrash Atlanta. I would hope so, but I will say it's the, going to be a reminder. It's a we are still the Rams. We are the reigning Super Bowl champions. Yeah, we had a slow start. This is who we really are. This is a bad team. Champions destroy bad teams, and that's what's gonna happen. They should. I I will say they should, and it's not dumb if you're that confident to make it as a lock. When you think Buffalo is a much better team than Atlanta, Buffalo by most is being seen to be in the Super Bowl, if not winning the Super Bowl. Yes, Atlanta is seen to have the number one pick in the draft, right? It's kind of polar (laughs) opposites. Um. And I would also hope the Rams would actually like use Cam Akers. Now I hope so. And and Allen Robinson, like they've both been getting memed, but I don't necessarily blame either of them, right? Cam no. Akers, though, there were some things. Did you see the clip where a pass rusher is going right he for Stafford and he's about to block him and then he just runs the other way? He chose life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a business decision. It I was. respect him, but you know. It was. The coach doesn't. Like, damn, I'm coming off an Achilles. Yeesh. <laughs> so next game, we're going off my absolute lock of the week. All right. San Francisco's at home, favored by nine and a half over Seattle, and I'm taking Seattle. That game versus the Broncos, although the Broncos had bad coaching and choked, and there was the whole Russell Wilson thing, so they were really amped for the game, and it's prime time. There were some guys on that defense I was not expecting to be as good as they were. Mm-hmm. Like that linebacker, I had never heard of him. Ten tackles, I think. He had a sack. He had that clutch tackle for a loss on Javante Williams. 
Gino was like, he had a much better first half than second half, but he was looking solid. 28 still though. Impressive. Yeah, it, it is. And I just really don't trust Trey Lance. I think the Niners are really stupid for having this good of a team and not just sticking with Jimmy G. Truthfully, I don't think Lance is good. I don't think he's the guy. I think especially not trading Jimmy G. Although you can go, oh, they have a plan B. It's stupid. What guy on that team doesn't want Jimmy G to play? Especially when the whole team is old and this is kind of their last run. They're going to want a QB who's ready and Lance isn't. So I'm on record basically everywhere possible. Every sports I, I've tweeted, it's, twin, uh, it's the pinned tweet on my account. I do not like Trey, Trey Lance. Nothing personal. I do not think he's a good football player. I don't think he should have been drafted third overall. I think the Niners are going to long-term regret not taking uh, Mac Jones instead like they had planned on. But I agree. Seattle with the points. Lance, the, the Niners have kept Jimmy G on the roster because no one in that organization believes in Trey Lance and they're being forced to start him because they drafted him so high and would look like idiots if he never started a game. Jimmy G probably will be the starter again by Halloween. Trey Lance is not a good quarterback. That That's what I'm scared of because this is my lock. So, like, the reason – the only thing I'm scared about is if, say, it's halftime and Seattle's up, like, 10 nothing, and San Fran goes, we just need wins. We're putting Jimmy G in. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy G scores 20. Like I could see. I that. don't think, I don't think he did. I think the momentum would take a bit because Jimmy G hasn't even been getting reps. So I think, I think Seattle would still be able to cover in that scenario. And I don't think it'll happen this soon. I think they'll give Lance a minimum of four games. I'm seeing it be more like six or eight. That's fair. I also know like Jimmy G's a tough guy. I know he gets hurt a lot, but he plays through everything. Mm-hmm. So. And he's the type of guy who's just ready, even though he's not getting reps. Yeah, that's fair. But. I hear you. I would be shocked if they gave up that quick, you know. Mm-hmm. Next game, Las Vegas at home, favored by five and a half over Arizona. I'm taking Vegas. Arizona, just just scary. I don't think they're great. And Vegas, in that tough of a division, kind of needs this win. Mm-hmm. And they're at home. Home opener. Fan- Wait, was it in? Yes, home opener, right? Home opener. Um, It's going to be loud. They're going to be excited. Yep. And there there were things in that Chargers game that impressed me that it, it didn't feel like it was ever the game was ever put away, even though Carr made really bad plays and passes. Yeah, I think I mean the Raiders are still a solid team. The Cardinals concern me. Earth's playing hurt, no Hopkins for another five games. They're missing the key piece of their offense. James Conner had an incredible year last year, but he's gonna regress. He's gonna show who he actually is. He's a dude who he can vulture some touchdowns, but he's not going to be a 1,200 or more yard rusher. Mm. So their leading receiver was Dorch. Did anyone hear of him before Sunday? Not really, unless you're a Cardinals fan, maybe. I didn't hear of him Sunday, period. Yeah, little 5'7 dude out of Wake Forest. Yeah, I try to watch as much as I can, but really I kind of go towards like highlights or extended highlights. I just, I just sit on red zone all day, so – they were highlighting him because he was so tiny, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to Vegas as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dallas at home plus seven and a half versus Cincy. I'm going Cincy. They yep. team that kind of needs a win when it, I know it's a long season, but when you start Owen one and you're a team that should not start Owen one, you have a lot of motivation to win and Dallas, no Dak and just didn't look good. Now, even when Dak was in, they still didn't look good. The fact I will say have, the fact they only have CD Lamb 
proves like it's not going to be effective. I don't know why they got rid of Amari Cooper so easily. They should have got more. They should have at least waited. I know it was a contract year, but they could have waited. Um, it's going to hurt them. And now that Cooper rushes the starting quarterback, CeeDee Lamb might be ineffective. It should be ineffective, actually. I'm expecting I mean, he it. didn't even play well. No, he didn't. Last game. He wasn't getting open. But as for the Bengals, yeah, they lost. They should have won that game. It sucks when your long snapper gets hurt because that is a key. No one talks about it, but that's a key position. It's important. Yep. And as we I'm saw. Not about, I'm not concerned about Burrow. Last year, Rodgers looked just about as bad as any quarterback could in week one through like 110 yards or something with three picks to the Saints. They lost. And then he went on to an MVP. So oh, that that Steelers defense is good. Yes, exactly. They're really good. And that's TJ Watt. I mean, one of the picks that Burrow threw, that pick by TJ Watt was incredible. Yeah. Sometimes, exactly. sometimes the guy's just better, you know, mm-hmm. and that's part of why it's one of my uh, locks, Steelers teams but... underrated. So now the Bengals, the Bengals by a good margin. They will definitely cover. Yeah. I I also just wanted to mention that uh we taught we gave our end of the year rewards on the season preview podcast. Mm-hmm. And we both kind of agreed that it's TJ Watts award to lose. Well, it's now open. Yes. He lost. <laughs> he, it. he is out. And I, I think Parsons was my guy. I don't remember what you said. Parsons got the two, the two clutch, two big sacks in that game. So he's in the running. <laughs> yeah. If, if we're keeping track of that, that award. So um, next game. Denver's at home, minus nine and a half over Houston. Houston's definitely like a, a – they fight hard. That was a bad loss by Denver. They're not going to be playing around, I think. I think also two goal line fumbles. You know, it shouldn't have even been a game. I, I'm taking them over Houston. I know it's 10 points, but I don't really think it'll be a game. It is also Denver's um, home opener. If I said Patriots Steelers is my 16th in confidence, this is my 15th in confidence. I don't mm-hmm. think it's as easy as you said. The play calling in Denver looked broken. I know he's a first year head coach. There were bad decisions. You don't. Oh, kick it was a- one of the worst coach games I've seen. It was atrocious. So uh, the Broncos don't have anything that I'm believing in right now. And the Texans, like you said, they're a sneaky team. They're feisty. They're good Davis young Mills. Exactly. I don't hate him. I think I like Davis Bills. If he had stayed another year in Stanford, I think he could have been a higher pick and people would put more respect on his name and his long neck. Um, I think I'm, I'm taking the points. I think, I think the Texans could keep it close. I think they might lose by a touchdown, maybe yeah. even 10. The other thing but, is I feel like the Texans like throw games. <laughs> I they were not trying to win that game versus the Colts. No, they punted a half uh, from half in overtime with they, 45 they, seconds. Yeah, and they they they, played they just the didn't want to win. And but also, they're also like you oh. said, they don't want to win. They're they're not a team that's competing this year. They're not expecting to win the division or make the playoffs. They want a high pick. So yes, they're not playing to win. So they, I can see them doing stupid stuff. So that's why it's not a confident taking the points. But you know how we do the the sleeper bets. Mm-hmm. I had Davis Mills over passing yards. I think he had two hundred four with like ten minutes left in the fourth. And he finished with 204. I was like, what are we, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, two, yeah, he has 240. It was ridiculous. They did nothing. They did little short runs and then punt. Yeah. Next game, Green Bay at home, favored by nine and a half over Chicago. I am going with history. 
that Green Bay does not lose to Chicago. And Green Bay needs to win because if they can't beat Chicago, the division is done. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking Green Bay. It's at home. The points is the scary part. Also, I do want to say I was not confident in that Denver pick. That's just what I'm going. Okay. Also not confident in this pick. So, um, but yeah, I'm going Green Bay. If we were picking straight up, just who's the winner? I agree, Green Bay. But like you said, historically, the Bears keep it close. They lose. Fair. They lose heartbreakers, but they keep it close. I remember two or three years ago, they won on a Randall Cobb last second forty-yard touchdown run. Like mm-hmm. the Bears keep it close. They like they like playing Green Bay. They hate being in Lambeau. They hate playing them because they lose, but they keep it close. So I'll, I'm taking the points there. Respect it. <laughs> uh, another another nine and a half game. Buffalo favored by nine and a half at home over Tennessee. Tennessee's bad. Buffalo's great. Going Buffalo also at home for Buffalo. Yeah, this is my absolute lock. The Bills are going to destroy the, tit- the so, Titans. Okay. Broken. So Buffalo's your absolute lock. Yep. Let me. I have notes just to keep track. So you got Buffalo. What was your other two? Uh, Rams covering over the Falcons. Baltimore, right? Yes, I believe so. Cool. Just wanted to write them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not too much to talk about. <laughs> Buffalo looked good. Tennessee looked bad. Yeah. Derrick Henry finally looks – I mean, he's 20. No running back. Uh, sorry, one running he back. He was fine. Over the 27. No, he wasn't. He was fine. He wasn't King Henry. He got lit up like he lights up linebackers. Did you see that? Yeah, it was one hit. That's not that's not prime King Henry. He's showing he he has over 2,000 career touches. Okay, but you saying he's looking bad is saying, okay, he's not going to get 2,000 rushing yards. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't pass like 1,200 or so. I will put heavy money on that if we if we off air. We're talking about this. Okay. Talking about a some money bet if you really want to put money on that. All right. I, I'd want to see what Vegas has a line at because I don't want to horribly handicap myself. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check it right now. The line. I'm gonna <laughs> check I'm gonna check it right now. I also I have that clip with the Derrick Henry thing, which I got bashed for. So I am like double downing here. Um Thirteen forty nine. Yeah, I would take the over. I'll take the under easy. Okay. Well, we'll have to we'll have to figure something out, I think. <laughs> All, right. All right. Final game. This is a good Monday night game. Yes. Second Monday night game. I didn't realize Buffalo is also Monday night game. Yes. Yeah, I don't But they're they at similar times. Yeah, they usually do that week one. They're doing it week two because they want everyone to watch Russ's homecoming. Publicity as always. Fair. So Philly at home, minus one and a half over Minnesota. I liked Minnesota. I did. They they shocked me. Not going to lie. I wouldn't have, like, if Green Bay lost, I wouldn't have been surprised. But the way they lost was pretty surprising. That coverage scheme by the Packers. was not working. The the defense pressure looked good for Minnesota. Some I was curious of. Philly scored 38 on the Lions. 
like I said, they're not like, scoring 38, and I could see Minnesota Minnesota scoring more than 23 because they were kind of just stalling the game out. Yes, towards the end, because uh, they were up so much, and Green Bay clearly wasn't going to score. Mm-hmm. So they just went, all right, we don't need to do anything crazy. Jefferson could have gone 300 yards. Yes. Because the Packers decided we're not going to put Jair Alexander on him, which we had this discussion. We had this discussion because there's a clip on the Instagram and the TikTok, which you guys should follow those, about the best cornerback groups. And I said the Packers. I do not want the Packers cornerback group taking fault for Justin Jefferson getting that many yards because for some reason they were putting linebackers on him and refused to put their best guy who is a top three corner in the league on him. Fair. It was stupid. It was bad. It was bad scheming, bad coaching. The only thing in my, the back of my mind is does green Bay's coach think that the corners couldn't handle Jefferson and that's okay. why they're okay. Alternate scheme. Here's what I'll say here. Let's agree on this. We're not saying they're not, but we're opening the door. Yes. We're opening the door. I'm opening the door to hear other possibilities. But they didn't have J.C. Jackson. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Derek Carr is also really bad. Yeah. Unless he threw to Adams. So back to the Philly, Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota. Points do not scare me. This is kind of just who wins. I'm picking Minnesota to win. I agree. All right. Final thing, what do you think will be the game of the week? The most entertaining game. What are you thinking? This think is there's final, no this doesn't matter. Just it's what we think. I think that final game we just talked about is gonna be the best game of the week. I think Eagles, Viking, two high-powered offenses that are kind of hitting their stride with young talent. Jalen Hurts is proving a lot of people wrong that he can do it with rushing. They have, I think, like a five-headed attack out of their backfield which is impressive they got aj brown devonta smith is not going to get zero catches again this week mm-hmm. and then on the other side of the ball we got dalvin cook justin jefferson and kirk cousins who's underappreciated so i think that should be a fun game i'm excited for the kirk love this year there's going to be some kirk love he's been getting bashed so much you know all hail Dak. kirk sucks when really they're closer than people want to admit mm-hmm I think that will be a good game. My game of the week. (laughs) Detroit, Washington. It is going to be a banger of a game. (laughs) There's going to be absolutely no no defense played. Absolutely no defense. It's going to be a high-scoring game. They're going to be going back and forth. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. If it's not, this is going to be really awkward. But I am looking forward to that game more than anybody in the world, I think. I think it's going to be depressing. I should probably be tested for, you know, being so excited for this game. Yes. Dude, those Washington receivers excite me. They're fun to watch. This is sounds really dumb. Dotson's not looking like such a bad pick anymore. Dotson's not looking like a bad pick at all. Curtis Samuel looks healthy. We know McLaurin's like that. So, yeah. They're guys that just get separation and then yards after catch. And that's always exciting. Um, so yeah, my game of the week is going to be Detroit, Washington has nothing to do with the circumstance. It has nothing to do with the circumstance of the game. It's simply going to be the most exciting game. That's my prediction, but 
Anything else you want to say? Any final thoughts? Nope, just I want to know how much money I'm getting when Derrick Henry doesn't get 1,300 yards. Do you want to do you want to make that now, just on air, what we're betting? So we're doing – it's 1349 and a half is the over-under. Okay. $20? Sure. All right, I'm taking the over. What if he gets hurt? Are we just – I get screwed? Or do you, if he gets if hurt, he if he doesn't play more than eight and nah. if he gets hurt, it's null. If he gets hurt, it's I'll null. Fair. A fair amount. Yeah. If he if he gets like if it's like week fifteen, he gets hurt, you get the money. Okay. So, well, I'll say week fifteen hurt. No. Before week fifteen. Okay. I think that's fair. $20. Word. Sounds good. Um, also, shout out your Twitter for anyone who wants to listen, because I know you you tweet on there quite a bit, right? Yeah. Lots some of sports takes. Lots of hot takes, a lot of fantasy content. Yeah. I have too many fantasy leagues, so I... He I'm has an addiction. <laughs> sure, if you want to call it that, sure. I'm not going to fight it. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to deny when you got 27 leagues. So yeah. <laughs> yep. In my mind, 30 is the cutoff if it's an addiction, but whatever. That's semantics. Okay, okay. But yeah, the Twitter, if you want to follow, at BobbyRicks99. A lot of fan, mostly fancy content, but other just football-related things, other sports as well. So Awesome. Well, thank you for joining. Uh, you see you next Tuesday when we do our pickums again. Sounds good. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, got some exciting content on the way, so stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening. Tune in next time.